to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm your host, Marie Pierre. This week, we're interviewing AARP Texas State President Charlene James, who is here to talk about AARP caregiving resources. Um, this is where we get the name for this podcast. Um, Charlene will cover what AARP has to offer locally, online, and what you should do to start thinking about when you start putting together a caregiving plan. Charlene, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, Charlene, I was uh, researching the the subject of caregiving uh, yesterday, and I went online, and it turns out that AARP has this just wonderful book called Prepare to Care. So, tell us a little bit about this booklet. AARP, in recognition of the caregiver challenges that face so many individuals, prepared this, uh, published this document, Prepare to Care. It's an excellent resource that will give you kind of a step-by-step guide as to the things that will be important during that caregiver journey and how you should start that whole process. It also has forms. that you can use as working documents to help you do your assessment, monitor your caregiver, the checklist of things that you will need, resources and things of that nature. And um, it's free and it's available uh, online as well. So you and I had a conversation right before this mm-hmm. this podcast and I said, oh, I read this thing yesterday and I felt like overwhelmed. Right, because I have aging parents myself. I'm I'm on safely on this side of fifty, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. there's so much to think about. And my question to you was, okay, when you're overwhelmed like that, what's the first thing you could do? First of all, I would just collect my thoughts. Okay, collect your thoughts, um, and realize that this is something that will, will, may, or you again may be in a situation. Well, you will have to address it. Mm-hmm. And so it is better to be prepared or have some idea. I'm not sure that we are always prepared, but be prepared in terms of knowing resources and the wishes of the care recipient. So start with having a conversation about caregiving. And if the care recipient might be reluctant to have that conversation, think about yourself as a way to ease in into that conversation. What are your preferences? Who would you like to take care of you? Where would you like to be? Would you like to remain in your home? Would you like to go to some other alternative housing arrangements uh, or live with a family member? Start the conversation and think about your wishes and then begin into the conversation about the wishes of your loved one. In your experience, when you've heard about people who have to go through this conversation, is this a conversation that takes care of a period of time? It can. You know, some people, because it's so um, massive in terms of the different components of caregiving, that I don't think you can ever sit down at one period of time and talk about all of the aspects of caregiving. And that's why you just start the conversation Um, with wishes and things of that nature. The further detail will come later as you put together your team Mm -hmm. and you assess the needs of the care recipient. But I would not try to 
address all of the, the issues associated with the caregiving uh, responsibility at one time. Because it's too much, it, right? It's too much, it's and there, too much. there are too many aspects of it. You could be the financial piece, housing, supportive services, transportation. So just start the conversation. So start yeah. somewhere, right? Start somewhere. So let's imagine you start somewhere. For me, it's like, you know, I just started with my mom, you know, and she said she mm -hmm. finally accepted that I would take her to a doctor here mm -hmm. in Houston. So, you know, that conversation just started, and mm -hmm. I anticipate she's going to have more needs, mm -hmm. you know, uh, going forward. So you start this conversation, then what? What's your second step? After the conversation, because I think through the conversation, you will be able to determine probably what preferences she has mm -hmm. regarding, again, housing, what she likes. And I think it's important to really try as much as you can to respect the wishes of the care recipient. Sometimes we tend to jump in and say, this is best for you, this is best for you. But let's not forget if the care recipient is able to make some decisions and express his or her opinions, we should respect that. And once that you've determined what is the level of need that is required, then you can begin to form your team. Forming uh, your team. Right, because you may it may be a situation where there's a period of time during the day that she can remain by herself, or she may need 24-hour care. Mm. And based on what those needs are and how, you know, what you've identified, then you begin to put together the team that will be necessary to support her in her environment. So tell us more about that team. You know, I can think, you know, in, 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 the, in the times in my life when, you know, I was part of a caregiving team, it always seems like there's a person that feels that they're doing more than the rest. And, and you're smiling here for, for those who are listening, you know, Charlene is smiling there. and laughing. Yeah, so tell us more. How is that team yeah. being put together? You know what, I think you have to be very realistic. Uh, yes, I've gone through that experience. Um, everybody will probably bring something different mm -hmm. to the team. And while we might think that, oh, he or she can do that, um, really, you never know how people um, react to the fact that their loved one might be, uh, their health challenges uh, there that they can't really, you know, deal with. Yeah. Um, that there is not the mother that they knew and things. And also, you remember, older adults really pride themselves in maintaining their independence. So mm -hmm. it is hard when you see that, that decline in mobility or cognitive ability. And so realize and, and get people's opinion. Ask them, what is it that you think that you can bring to our team in terms of supporting mothers uh, caregiver needs and you may find out that perhaps maybe that area of um, expertise is not there among family members and you have to go to um, the community or, or other resources but from that discussion and conversation that will help you to develop the plan that you know within the family there's you know aunt or Joe or somebody who can help with the meal preparation. There may be someone else who can help with transportation to the doctor. Uh, others who might be very handy around the house that can help to do things around the house. So I think based on that initial conversation, 
uh, with family members or those individuals close to him or her, you will begin to develop your plan of action. I think you're making a very good point here. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes in family, we're like, oh, well, I'm taking care of mom. I'm yeah. taking her to the doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's fair that you should do the finances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But maybe brother Joe right. is not that good at the finances. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're bringing another point. It's like maybe some of us don't think outside the family, but there are actually mm -hmm. lots of resources outside the family. That's, that's right. So tell us a little bit more about well, that. Well, the other thing is... Um, and again, on the front end, I would say before we really have to address kind of a caregiving issue, start looking at what resources are available in the community. Mm -hmm. um, just to educate yourself, mm -hmm. to know that there are programs, uh, if adult daycare is required, that there are those programs out in the community. Find out what the eligibility requirements are, uh, it's, if it's a senior center that would help promote her continued socialization find out about those so start you know doing your own little assessment of the community resources that might be available sounds like it's like everything else in life it's like yeah. you know like moving into a new neighborhood go right. scout yeah. the neighborhood That's see right. what's out there right. right talk to people and kind of see what maybe their feedback might be about an agency but what I would would would, would um, stress is that talk to professionals mm -hmm. because when you, sometimes when you talk to people who, you know, and we have them in our families that know it all, uh, they may not necessarily give you the best information or the most correct information. And so when we're talking about eligibility issues, uh, in particular, public benefits. Talk to the people who are trained and knowledgeable about those areas. So, you know what comes up with me? I'm, I'm listening to you, and I'm, I'm a little bit of a know-it-all, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I got this. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I have a job. I've raised children. I've mm -hmm. got this. I don't mm -hmm. need professional help, right? Mm -hmm. So for some of us who are a little bit reluctant, who, who think that, uh, you know, maybe, you know, we, we feel maybe sometimes we let our families down, that we can take care of, that, of them, like, all by ourselves. Mm -hmm. What's your advice for those first, of us who feel that way? Yeah, first of all, I would say don't try to be the family martyr. Mm -hmm. You know, there are resources out there. You have to take care of yourself. And while you might think that you can adequately prepare and support your loved one's needs as um, you get more involved and the progression of, of care needs increases, you may not be able to do lifting and turning appropriately or, or whatever else toiletry needs. So don't hesitate to talk about that. There are caregiver support groups and AARP again has a wealth of resources. We have a um, series called Careversations where caregivers can go um, to forms in a relaxed environment uh, it's a type of kind of respite and talk with other caregivers and, and then for most for the most part you realize that a lot of people are experiencing the same thing or similar things and um, there are respite programs where you can take your loved one or someone can come into the home and provide you relief you must take care of yourself so tell us more, the, the Careversations? Careversations is AARP sponsored. Okay. And within the city of Houston, uh, those forms are held usually on the weekend. 
at restaurants or other venues that are, you know, provide a very lax uh, uh, environment. And um, to, to know more about those, go to uh, aarp.org um, slash Houston to find out the schedule for those. But it is, it's a gathering of caregivers Okay. Around the table, very relaxed environment, talking about caregiving challenges. And sometimes it really does help to just talk about it. Right. Yeah. So you, you can yeah. have like buddies, literally. Yes, that's right. Who you can go that's and hang right. out with and, yeah. and you guys can exchange. Yeah, part of a telephone reassurance. You okay. Know? Right. So it really is an opportunity to get that added support and also to provide some relief to you for a short period of time, hour or two. Nice. Yes, to just talk about it. Sometimes we just want to talk it out. So yeah. so really the, the care conversation is, is a way of finding support for finding ourselves support. Mm-hmm. And, and also taking care of yourself. That's right. You have to take care of yourself. And you also must realize, too, that there might, be, might come a time where you no longer can adequately care. Mm that perhaps the level of care required requires someone else with greater skills or knowledge of whatever. And and don't be hesitant to seek that out. Yes. How do, so in your experience, how do people make that realization? It must be hard, like you, you care for mom or dad, mm-hmm. you've been that caregiver for a long time, mm-hmm. and suddenly it's too much of a job. Mm-hmm. How do you come to that realization? Well, you know, people do it in different ways. Some people just through their conversations with coworkers. You know, they get to a job, they're tired, and they're saying, I was up all night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it may be a coworker. It may be someone in the, on your church family that realizes that either you're not coming to church anymore and you always were there, or when you come, you're dozing off. Um, or whatever, and sometimes others will kind of give you a gentle nudge to say, perhaps you need to think about some other alternative arrangements for your mother. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, so you talk about the, the importance of having this conversation, mm-hmm. forming a team, making a plan. What if we are thrown into that caregiving kind of like at the last minute? We didn't see it coming. And unfortunately, that happens right. more time than not. Um, Again, you really have to, for many people, you just start to scramble. Where do I go? Where do I turn? Right. And um, that's why it's so important to think about it before that crisis occurs. Mm -hmm. But sometimes at the point of that crisis, there is that um, temporary provision of service Mm -hmm. at the discharge from, say, if it's a hospital or whatever, that might help you. To identify, discharge planners are excellent about telling you about resources that are available in the community. And sometimes they will make calls, you know, on your behalf to try to help link you with those services. I see. Especially if they're going back home. So that might right. be a, a good way to transition from point A to point B. That's right. At least initially. Right. Yeah. Until a, you can, because, what, because sometimes it's a rearrangement of your home. Mm-hmm. You know, if a hospital bed is required. You might do have to do some moving around, furniture and things of that nature. And again, begin to think about, okay, who are the people that I need here to take care of her? I still have to work or, or whatever. 
So what it really sounds like is, or if I'm hearing you is, okay, if you're not quite there yet, read this information. Like yes. in, in, mm-hmm. this, in this brochure, the prepare to care brochure, mm-hmm. tuck it away because it might be needed it a year be. to five years from now. Yes, I'm, and I'm sure it will be needed. You know, um, from what vantage point of being a care recipient, caregiver, or knowing someone in the family who requires care, it is needed. So start now with the conversation. Mm-hmm. And again, the quickest way to do that is start thinking about yourself and what your preferences might be. Yeah. And then begin that conversation with mom or dad. You know, and it could be your conversation with your mom. You know, if I ever get to the point I need, I certainly would prefer to have my daughter or whomever to take care of me. You know, you hear people talk about all the time, well, um, I'm sure my children will allow me to move in with them. That might be the case, that might not be the case. But start thinking about it. Don't wait till the crisis. And then just have those conversations early. You know, you know, kind of like an appliance. You know when it starts to act up and you have frequent (laughs) repairs and you just keep patching it up. You know, at some point, you probably have to buy a new refrigerator. Right. So keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. And you can um, begin to see some decline. And it may be little things Mm -hmm. that are occurring that you notice. And that should be your um, tickler to say, hey, let me start looking around and seeing what's available in the community. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Charlene, thank you. That's about all the time that we have on this podcast. But before we go... Give us your very brief summary summary of what is the most important thing for caregivers to know. First of all, what what are the resources in the community? Just start with that resources in the community. Um, Recognize that if there's some indication that caregiving is forthcoming that you will need it or you care your family members, start the conversation. I can't emphasize about starting that conversation. It may not cover everything that you would have to include, but start it. And if you have to start it about your own care needs and preferences, do that. Don't forget about the care recipient, his or her wishes. Don't plan around them, but include them to the extent possible in the planning, in the forming of the team. And finally, take care of yourself. You must take care of yourself in order to be a a very effective and responsive caregiver. Thank you, Charlene. Thank you. I already feel better. So, um, (laughs) folks, we've been talking with Charlene James. She is the state president of ARP Texas. Um, She's given us some great caregiving tips today in, in talking about local resources that you can find using ARP's Prepare to Care Caregiving Resources. Now, to find everything she mentioned in our podcast today, don't forget, you go to aarp.org forward slash Houston for more on the work that we're doing right here in Houston. Um, Next week on Prepare to Care, we will have a visitor from Sheltering Arms, Baker Ripley Senior Services Division, who will be talking to us about caregiving support resources here in Houston and some tips on where to get benefits counseling in Houston. So please make sure to tune in next week for Sheltering Arms. In the meantime, thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for caring.